I'm Debbie from Property Apprentice and today's bonus podcast is called Maximising Your Next Pay Increase, Smart Financial Moves for New Zealanders in 2024. Some experts project a lower wage hike this year because inflation is predicted to slow down and the labour shortage is continuing to ease due to strong immigration numbers. But despite this, some industries are still anticipated to perform better than others, like real estate professionals, healthcare workers and teachers. These jobs are still in high demand, which means incentives to attract and retain them may be in the works this year. However, if you don't belong to these categories or don't anticipate any large pay increase in your current job, don't worry. As a financial advisor, I believe that your long-term success isn't based on how much you earn. It's all about how good you are with your money management and also setting financial goals for the future with a solid plan in place to help you to achieve those goals. So if you do receive a pay increase this year, no matter how big or small, congratulations, you just got an opportunity to make some smart financial decisions that can positively impact your future. In today's episode, we'll explore some smarter ways to manage your increased income and set yourself on the path to financial success. Before making any decisions, take a moment to revisit and reassess your financial goals from last year. Was there something you weren't able to do that you wanted to accomplish this year? What negative money habits can you change? Is there something you can do differently so that you can get the results you want? Even if you think you're pretty good with your money management, there's generally always room for improvement. And I'm not talking about restricting your spending to a point that you no longer get to enjoy life. So don't worry. Goal setting can look different for everyone. For some, their first goal is home ownership. For others, the concern might be how to get out of debt or how to build up an emergency fund while the cost of living is so high. Changing careers could also be on your radar, especially if it involves shifting to a new job or getting a qualification that offers more financial stability or flexibility. Once you've evaluated your goals, you need to think about planning for your retirement. If you don't have a KiwiSaver account, this could be an excellent time to start one. If you do have one, it's of vital importance to make sure that your fund is appropriate for your stage of life and also for the level of risk that you feel comfortable with. Obviously, it's also important to make sure that you're in a KiwiSaver fund that shows strong performance. Although past performance is no guarantee for future performance, higher returns in general when compounded over time, especially when combined with even a modest increase in your contributions, that can make a massive difference to your financial position by the time you reach the age of 65. As a financial advisor qualified to create full financial plans, I can't stress enough how important it is to have an emergency fund, especially if cash flows tight. And a pay increase is an excellent opportunity to either start working on or to strengthen the safety net. In an ideal world, you could aim to save at least three to six months worth of living expenses in a liquid and easily accessible account. However, even a small emergency fund is better than no emergency fund. An emergency fund can provide a financial cushion in case of unexpected expenses, like if your car breaks down, or a job loss, or other emergencies, which can protect you from needing to rely on high-interest debt. If you have got outstanding high-interest debt, such as short-term finance or credit card debt, Consider using part of your pay increase to pay it down. Reducing or eliminating that high interest debt can save you money on interest payments and improve your overall financial health. It can also improve your credit score, 
improving your chances of loan approval or eligibility for lower insurance premiums in some situations. Prioritise paying off your debt with the highest interest rate first, and when that debt is paid off, you can snowball that payment onto your next debt payment and watch your financial stress decrease as your debt load lightens. Another method is to pay off your smallest debt first and then snowball that debt payment towards your next debt. The first method will save you the most in interest payments and is the fastest way to get out of debt, but it can take some time. The second method can make you feel like you're making progress faster, so it's really a personal choice. If you're already contributing to KiwiSaver or another superannuation scheme, explore additional investment opportunities to diversify your portfolio if you have surplus cash flow. This could include stocks, bonds, property investment, among many other options. Diversification helps spread your risk and potentially increases your chances of having a stronger financial position for the future. Before you commit to any type of investing, keep in mind that each asset type comes with unique returns and risks. As a financial advisor, I work with our clients to explore different investment options that align with their risk tolerance, time frame, and financial goals. It's always a good idea to seek professional advice, especially if you're unsure of your approach to investing. However, you need to be extra careful about choosing the right investing company or property coach for you because some of them are pretty expensive. And to be honest, some of the free ones leave a bit to be desired too. This is why I have a short acronym, P-O-O-P, or POOP, that gives you some common red flags to avoid. Number one, promises of unrealistic levels of success. Be wary of property coaches who make extravagant promises of success especially if they don't take your individual circumstance into account. Property investing, like any form of investment, involves a level of risk, and your success depends on a variety of factors. Property flipping is quite different from investing, with different tax rules and lending criteria, which may or may not suit your financial position or risk profile, for example. Number two, overemphasis on upfront costs. There are property coaches or mentors who may prioritise charging exorbitant fees each year for their coaching services rather than tying their success to your success. Look for coaches that have got no vested interest in any property you purchase or any renovations that you do and one that will be able to show you more than just one strategy in more than just one location. Look for a company with a proven track record and one that you're confident that you'll be able to receive value for money with. Number three, overbearing sales tactics. If a property coach or a company uses aggressive or high-pressure sales tactics to convince you to sign up for their services, you've got to wonder why. It could be a sign of an unscrupulous approach. Legitimate companies should provide you with enough information and time to let you make informed decisions, not to force you into making a decision quickly that you might soon regret. And the last P is for poor communication or reputation. If a company or a coach is difficult to reach, doesn't respond to your inquiries promptly, or avoids answering specific questions, it could be a sign of a lack of professionalism or transparency. Do your research before you commit. Google them. You'll be amazed at what you might find. As your income increases, don't forget to revisit your budget. 
instead of calling it a budget, I prefer to call it a spending plan because it sounds friendlier. And make necessary adjustments. Take a closer look at your spending habits and identify areas where you can save or allocate your funds more efficiently. While it's natural to want to enjoy the fruits of your labour, it's essential to practice mindful spending. Identify your priorities and allocate your increased income to areas that align with your values and your long-term objectives. By making conscious and intentional spending choices, you can strike a balance between enjoying your success today and securing your financial future. Without a spending plan, you'll find that pay increase just disappears through your fingers. Another thing I'd like to bring your attention to is the importance of a comprehensive financial plan. If you don't have one, now's an excellent time to get started. While it's possible to create a basic plan on your own, a financial advisor like myself can incorporate their expertise in market trends, retirement planning and property investment, helping you to maximise your financial position in the shortest time frame possible and removing all the guesswork for you. I find that people who try to do it all themselves often take a lot longer to achieve the results they want and they miss current opportunities to increase their financial success when compared to people who've got a solid financial plan backed up by coaching support to help them to reach their goals. Receiving a pay increase can be an exciting opportunity to improve your financial position and build a more secure future. By approaching your newfound income with a thoughtful and strategic mindset, you can make smart decisions that align with your goals and aspirations. Whether it's increasing retirement contributions, paying down debt or investing in yourself, these steps can pave the way for long-term financial success. The sooner you start, the better. But having said that, it's very rarely too late to make any improvement. Remember the key is to strike a balance between enjoying the present and building a foundation for a financially secure tomorrow. If you're interested in finding out more about how we can help you to achieve your financial goals, go to our website and register for one of our upcoming free events or book a no-obligation meeting or phone call with my husband, Paul Roberts. That's propertyapprentice.co.nz. Thanks for listening.